Welcome back to AG University Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about surrender. What does it mean to surrender? What does it look like to truly surrender? And do I allow myself to get to a place of surrender? And I'm going to be doing this by telling you guys just a lot of updates on my life, but also just how magical the universe just continues to just place me, move me, pick me up, all the things and what it looks like so that maybe you can start to recognize a bit more of this energy in your life as well. Well, as always, you guys, we are on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at Anna Grace Newell. Oh, I did make a lemon eight and it's at AG University. So still playing over there. <laughs> still new. And as always, if you ever want to submit questions for live readings or work with me personally one-on-one, all that information goes out in my newsletter and my newsletter only. So when the newsletter hits your inbox, that's where you can access my scheduling link and all of the above. So thanks for being here. I hope you guys are having a great day thus far. I am, you know, April, May shaking things up. The universe just said, okay, we've got to relocate you. And that seems to be the theme for honestly, how I very quickly moved to Florida before. But I want to tell you guys, I read this book recently and it's called The Surrender Experiment. It's by Michael A. Singer. He's the author of The Untethered Soul and This book was really transformative for me in a lot of different ways. And Austin wrote it too. And for for those of you guys who maybe aren't, I don't know, maybe super big readers, Austin doesn't read my like super heady spiritual text type books. Like he's spiritual in his own way, but he loves a good story and he loved the surrender experiment. So I know I can read some books that are maybe a little heavier or more wordy or scientific or, you know, a certain type of way, but this is just a great story. So, and I love a good story. The story is all about Michael Singer and his journey to basically learning the process of how he wrote The Untethered Soul. But it's just a story. It's his life story. And it's, it's such a good book. I've gifted it to a lot of close friends and I just... Anytime someone asks me for a book recommendation, I've given them that. So this is my own version of the surrender experiment thus far. So far, I am moving, going to be homeless, carless, and let me think, is there anything else? (laughs) Those are the big ones right now. But here's the thing. I am so excited because I know that I'm just making room for more beautiful things. I'm just on this roller coaster. I'm literally riding the ride and I'm at a place right now of absolute total surrender. And this is how I know it's the universe's plan. Okay. So let me run it back. When Austin and I moved to Florida, we moved into a home out of urgency. It was really the only home that was available to us. And we thought it was just the best place to be for our current situation. And it was the only house available but the rent has just been super overpriced and we don't really love the energy of the space. Like it's just very, it's just always been very okay. Neither one of us really particularly like, I don't know. I I feel like there are certain houses where I just sleep like a baby lamb all through the night. This house just doesn't carry that vibe. I don't know. (laughs) It's Listen, I'm very sensitive to my environment, especially my home. So, but here's the thing. I had moved three times last year. I was so mother freaking tired of moving when this year, our lease was going to be up in May, May 31st. I was already like, awesome. We are not moving again. I simply cannot be bothered. I can't be asked, cannot be asked to be moved again. And Austin was the one that was like, this is financially a horrible decision. (laughs) Like, and I, I am someone that I can justify spending money any type of way, but rent overpriced rent is so infuriating because it's like, you don't own the home. It's not really going anywhere. Our expenses have gone up significantly. Austin's just like this 
he was pretty much like, we need to move. And I'm like, no, thank you. I don't really want to move again. <laughs> just, we just got settled. But also we share, like the way the house is set up is that we all share a living space. So like if I'm recording podcasts, Austin works from home and Zane comes home from school. Also, if you guys are new, Zane is Austin's son. He is 12. And so he'll be like playing basketball and like doing all kinds of stuff. We all share the same living space for like both of our careers. It's really difficult because if I'm like recording something, I'll basically be like, hey, really quick, can you guys like not make a peep? You know, like, no, that's not realistic. But there's no like wing of the house I could tuck off in. Like, you know, for what we're doing, the house really just doesn't make sense at all. But I was just being lazy and I didn't want to move again. And I didn't want to pay movers to come and box. You know, moving is going to be kind of expensive. I was like, I feel like we, I spent so much money last year, even in the move. Like I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars that I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it again. But the universe said, bitch, you're moving. Okay. So I go to acupuncture and I've become really good friends with my acupuncturist, Taylor and Jack's Beach, Taylor to acupuncture. She is just such a little healing angel. I love her. And I'm in a session with her and we were just talking about, you know, where she lives and all these things. And she randomly is like, yeah, the house beside me is actually going to be available for rent. And, and I was like, oh, huh. But at this time, remember, I'm not super in the market, but I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. She's like, yeah, the house next to me is it's available. And she told me the price and I literally like leapt off the table and I'm like, shut your mouth right now. Like half of what we were paying. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, we're on the beach and all the stuff. And Austin and I are huge beach people. Like we want to be as close to the beach. We, I want to live in a submarine in the ocean. That's how close I want to be to the beach. Okay. <laughs> like huge beach people. And right now it's not that we live far. We live like five, seven minutes away, but it's, it's hard to get parking and it's a public beach. So like, you can't really like meditate out there. You know, this is like a private beach, like super quiet, serene. I was like, oh my gosh. And she was like, you just got to come feel the energy of this place. And she She's obviously, she's really sensitive to energy as well. And I was like, oh, okay. So this was, Austin was out of town. I literally am like, I'm just going to go check out this house and just like see what it's about. Remember, I'm not like hundred percent. I'm just like, oh, I don't know. So I go check out this house. It is literally a beach front. We have a beach view from our kitchen, which if you guys know living in Florida, like that's crazy to be on the beach. It has a rooftop that's completely open like you can see the ocean, you can see the intercoastal, it has a 360 view. There's a sitting area up there. And Austin and I, I mean, we are always, always trying to sit outside in our sunroom, all the things. We just don't have that much space right now. This has three balconies. So it's like a tall three-story house, probably like, I don't know, 25, 2700 square feet. So it's not like huge or anything, but but it has like all of these outdoor places. There's this big sunroom that office Austin can use as his office. And then we have an extra guest bedroom on top of a room for Zane that has like another extra bed. The only thing initially, so I, I so I see all this and I'm like, oh my gosh, this for like the price, the the lot in front of us is literally, it's, per, it's federally protected land. So there is a lot in front of us that no one can build on so that we can see directly into the ocean. And it's going to just stay a beachfront home. And you guys, it's the only house in the neighborhood that has this federally protected lot on it. I'm like, the universe just perfectly orchestrated this beachfront home for me. And I said, I said this a year ago, I said, universe, if we move one more time, like I, I literally was like, I'm not moving again until we are moving into our dream home. Like I want a home that we are going to buy and purchase and live in and like decorate and make it mine. Because like I said, it's just, it's annoying to have to buy things, sell furniture, da, 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 and you're just like renting a house for you know, years and years and years. Like, I feel like I've been doing this back to back. I just want to land. I joked. I'm like, I'm, I refuse to move again. 
But the catch for this house is that it comes fully furnished. So technically I really wouldn't have to move again. We would just have to show up, which was funny because it's funny how sometimes you manifest things very specifically. Like I just spoke that all out a year ago, not knowing anything. So this home comes available literally the, the time of we're moving out. It is half of the amount of rent we're paying. It is on the ocean with a private beach with all of the things, we've got a basketball court, swimming pool, all these beautiful, like such a great neighborhood. It is a little bit further out from our house, which was kind of an issue. I was like, oh, this is gonna be too far, but it's just so serene and peaceful. And Austin, I mean, he immediately was just like, he didn't even go see the house. He just like heard me talk about it. And I sent him a video of the rooftop and he was just like, oh my gosh, like how did we score this place? It hadn't even been listed online. That's how I know I'm always on God's plan or the universe's plan is like, I wasn't even looking for this house. This house flew into my lap and was given to me by the universe at a discounted rate, which I love. <laughs> the universe said, okay, you won't have to pay any more rent and you're not gonna have to move, but we're gonna divinely place you here because I always know that I can do more work and show up better. Same with Austin, same for our healing journey and all of these emotional phases of life and things that we're moving into and growing and learning. Like next to the ocean is like where I always feel called to be. Like it is just, it's just always where I felt called to be. And I didn't even really go looking for this. It just came to me. And that's always how I know I am in this surrender mode. Okay. So everyone, this, this story is, we're just getting started. So I go visit the house. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. At first I was like, what are we going to do with all of our furniture? You know, what are we going to do with all these things? But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let, I'm just going to enjoy this beautiful home falling into my lap. I'm just going to, I'm not even going to question it. I'm just going to let it be right. We still had to like talk to the landlords and do some other things, but I already knew I was like, this is, this is where I'm supposed to live. Like I could just feel it. So Austin comes back. He's a hundred percent on board. So of course I'm so excited. I take Austin back out there with me a second time to go see it. Not to mention absolutely love and adore my <laughs> neighbor Taylor and her family. So that even that just feeling a sense of community and people who are, you know, similar like-minded individuals and we just, you know, we adore them. So it just feels so good to have like a little, a little cozy community corner, um, lots of kids there for Zane. It's just like such a sweet, cozy, safe neighborhood. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So Austin goes back. He loves it. We're like, this is meant to be here is, and this is the wink from the universe. Okay. Are you ready for this? So our friend Taylor who connected us, she's like, all right, I'm going to give you guys the guy who lived here before. And I'm totally like, I'm also interested in buying this house. As of right now, it's not for sale. It's just for rent. But I was like, Austin, we can rent for another year and then we'll officially figure out like where we want to buy a house. And it's kind of been nice too, because I never even lived in Florida before. And I wanted to rent a few places to figure out like, what area do I actually feel drawn to? Where do I like to be every day? Like what feels good to me energetically? Because here's the thing, the energy of your environment is so important, especially there are energies, energy portals all around the United States. I could talk about that. That's a whole other, a whole other sector. But anyways, so I wanted to just be very energetically aligned with whichever home we decide to purchase and make our forever family home and invest in. So I was like, okay, this is fun. This is just going to be like an adventure. You know, it's, it's almost like a vacation home. So Taylor, you know, she's like, we're going to finalize it, right? We're going to like get the contract going and sign and da, 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 da get approved because we're like, oh my gosh, we do not want anyone else to find this house. It hadn't been listed. We got it off the market. And she's like, we're talking to the current 
tenant. And she's like, yeah, the renters, they're from Tennessee. And we're like, oh my gosh, no way. Like we just moved from Tennessee. She's like, yeah, I can't remember where though. And so she's like, I, I, uh, let me go look at the, the statement. Cause you know, I, I write them a check each month. Let me see. And we're like, okay. And she's like, you know what? They live, they live in Clarksville, Tennessee. And Austin and I look at each other. We're like, that's a weird coincidence. This house that we're like, literally this divine gift from the universe of a house. The person that owns the house is in Clarksville. And, and that's where they're. I guess they split time. They live in Clarksville and we had just moved from Clarksville. Remember you guys, Austin was a football coach before at Austin P and I had to move to Clarksville outside of Nashville. That's why I moved so much this past year. So we're like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, that just feels like such a like random little wink from the universe. Okay, cool. So we go, we go carry on, whatever we get, we get connected, get a group message. Uh, we had a few days where we were kind of playing phone tag with the owner of the house to, you know, officially get this finalized. And I'm like, all right, let's just make sure that they can accommodate us and talk through some of this specifications, right? Austin calls the owner of this house and he is a retired college professor at Austin P University that Austin and I literally just left, moved to Florida, go 20 minutes out to the serene beach land. And that was the connection. Like that to me, I just, I do not believe in coincidences. Like everything to me, it's like the universe just kept winking at us. Like God is like, I got you girl. Just like keep riding the wave. What are the odds? I mean, statistically, what are the odds that that happens? Like we were just like, cause Austin P also, I mean, it's small, like not super, it's not like university of Texas. Like this is not like a super well-known school in Clarksville, Tennessee. And he's just in Clarksville retired professor. We were like, what? We kept being like, okay, this is honestly too crazy, but obviously now Austin is with me. So nothing is too crazy for him. He's just like along for the ride, but I'm like, okay, that's how I know. Like I keep getting these little, these little nuggets and I'm like, okay, I I'm on God's plan. Like, I'm just going to continue to let this unfold. Let's unfold. Remember? So I did say the house came fully furnished, which at first I was like, what are we going to do with our furniture? Now it's just like worked out so seamlessly. Like we've had so many people like want to come buy stuff. Like things are just working. They're just working. Pardon this quick interruption for a very exciting announcement, you guys, AG University. Y'all have heard me talk about it now for months, how I want to do events. I have finally manifested our first live global AG University travel opportunity. And I wanted you guys to know that you are going to be involved in this trip planning process. I manifested a company that reached out to me that's going to work with me to put together a trip and there'll be a survey in the show notes. So you get to spend a week with me in a paradise retreat. This will be like a Akashic Records energy, meditation, dance, yoga, connectedness, community-based retreat, and I will be leading it. So you'll get to hang with me for anywhere from five to seven days. All the information will be in the show notes. You will fill out that survey and tell me where you want to go, what's your budget. And just so you guys know, there will be payment plan. There will be options for everyone. I'm going to make sure it's as affordable and accessible as possible. But for this first trip, we have a cap of 25 people. So be sure to enter a good email for this because you will be notified via email for the trip. Um, there'll be the, the survey is the first steps and then I'll be in touch with more information, but I'm so excited. You guys, we're going to finally get to meet. And if this one goes well, then they can just continue to grow and get bigger. So ah, it's happening. It's happening. Everybody. I'm so excited. Click the link in the show notes, fill out the survey. It literally takes a minute flat. And I'm thinking Costa Rica or Bali, but let me know what you guys are thinking. I want your feedback. This trip is for you. I can't wait to see you there. 
Love ya. Back to the show. Well, we have two months though, where we can't move in until August 1st, but we're, we're out of our lease May 31st. And I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Because our landlords really didn't want us to, they, they want to raise the rent and get someone new in. So we were just kind of like, okay, also whatever. So we are like, I'm like, okay, so Austin, I don't even really know how this happened. Even this was crazy. He's like, okay, I'm just going to like reach out to a few people like on Airbnb. Let's just like see what our options are. Yada, yada. We, and someone emails us like cold emails us and is like, Hey, I've got a, a place that we're renting out for the exact price that I had told Austin that I, w- that I was like, this is the price range that we're going to stay in. This person emails Austin. Hey, I've got a beach condo on the beach. Um, if you guys want to move in for two months, happy to rent it to you. We went and checked it out. It was like so cute, so clean, like great right by the beach, like in such a great neighborhood, like right next to a pool. Like we were just like, what the heck? Okay. Once again, me in surrender mode, just riding the freaking wave. So we're at this house. We go look and I decide, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be so fun. Like also I kind of just feel like we're living in like a summer of vacation houses and Remember, I'm in my play era, okay? So the universe is matching that energy of just keeping her on her play era, I guess. And Austin and Zane too, because I'm like, I know that all of these, I mean, I just know everything's so meant to be. Like all of the little winks and coincidences and synchronicity. I'm like, okay, great. Someone reaches out to us with the exact price point. And then we agree. And they're like, sure, no problem. Well, we're exiting the house. And I'm like, shoot, there's no garage is the only thing at this place. It's super cute and cozy and just like a cutie little beach condo, no garage, no plugs, no nothing. And so we go to Austin has a family member that actually lives in the area and we went by to catch up with them. And they were talking, I was just kind of sitting there like kind of daydreaming because they were like in a deep conversation and I was just like thinking and I had this download and that's like how my intuition always works where like I have this like overarching like kind of sense or connection or feeling and I was like seeing I was like I've got to sell my car oh I've got to sell my car so I have a Tesla and I got a 2021 Tesla she's cutie love her because when I was commuting in Nashville I also have crazy stories about cars, like how cars always come into my life and leave at my life when they're ready to leave. The universe gives them to me and takes them away. My Cadillac, when I was in my styling era of just like being a baddie, I had a blacked out Cadillac. She was awesome. But before I didn't know I was gonna move to Clarksville, the the car kept getting broken into. And I joked, I called it the caddy curse, but it was really the universe was like, you gotta go sell the car, you gotta sell the car. I'm gonna keep breaking your windshields until you listen. It wouldn't really fit into my garage very well. So I always just parked it outside. People kept bashing the windows and then, which is really weird. There was literally nothing in the car. And then I would replace the window and then I'd be like driving down the interstate and then a rock would hit the windshield and break it. Like, I'm just telling you guys, when stuff keeps happening, pay attention because the universe is always talking to us, always. So after the last window broke, I was like, that's it. I'm selling the caddy. She's got to go, even though I love that car. It was like my dream car. I sold the car and I impulsively bought a Tesla, not knowing a month later, I was going to be commuting an hour every day from Clarksville to Nashville. Cause remember Austin, I moved in with him and he was coaching in Clarksville and it worked out perfectly. Cause I needed that Tesla. I needed that self-drive. I needed it for gas. Gas had skyrocketed. The universe was like, listen to me. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep breaking your windshields. I replaced seven windshields by the time I got the message, but I got the message. Okay. So don't be like me. Listen to the messages as they come in. <laughs> because the universe whispers until it shouts. I will say that till I will die on that hill. It's true. So anyways, so that's how I got my Tesla and it worked out perfectly because I spontaneously ended up moving to Clarksville because Austin, I just decided like our leases were up and we're like, what the hell? We've got to see, we wanted to spend more time with each other. And like, we knew we had something really serious. And so I was like, I'm just going to move to Clarksville. 
still had to commute. Tesla was great. But then when I moved to Florida, like obviously I work from home along all of this moving. Every time, if you have a Tesla, you can charge it and you can plug it into the wall, but it takes like three days to charge if you use the wall charger. And so I had to get an electrician to come and it cost anywhere from 800 to a thousand dollars, depending on like what type of electrician work I needed to install a Tesla charger, right? So that I could speed it up. Um, I could fast charge at my house so that it would be like four to five hours versus three days to charge the car. Cause for the amount that I was originally driving three days, charging was not an option because I needed the car every day. So at this point I've spent like thousands, right? We keep moving. And I'm like, if I have to install one more mother effing Tesla charger, I'm going to scream because remember we're going to be living in an Airbnb and then we're going to be living in this house that we're only right now. We could only sign a 12 month lease. And I'm like, even if it was a two year, I would maybe install. And then also it's not our home. And sometimes people don't want you messing with the, there's a lot of things going on. So I was like, Austin, I am not about to install more chargers. I have nowhere to put this car for the next two months. It's just going to basically be sitting outside, no garage, just dead. And so I had this download, like I've got to sell my car. So when I flew back in to Florida before the day before we went to see the house, Austin picked me up from the airport and he is just now for the first time reading the untethered soul by Michael Singer. And I was like, Oh, that's such a good book. It's all about like becoming the observer of your mind and really good. If you are just interested in like inner self-talk dialogue, anxious thoughts, all of the things, it's a really great book. And I read it years ago when I was at the very beginning of my spiritual journey. And I was like, gosh, I would really love to read it again. Cause every time I hear, like I'll listen to it on audible, like a chapter, it hits different, you know, as you grow and learn and evolve and just get more information, things just click and you're like, Oh wow. I really have a deeper understanding for that. I'm like, I would love to reread that book. And he actually read the surrender experiment first. And I started this joke with Austin that I said that Michael Singer was my grandpa because unfortunately all of my grandparents had passed and they did at a young age. Um, some before I was born on my mom and my dad's side. Um, I did meet my, my grandma and my grandparents, um, on my mom's side, but they passed when I was like eight or nine. So, um, but my grandma, we call her big mom. <laughs> my sister gave her that name when she was like two. So big mom, my mom's mom, she is the one that is gifted as I am like in the mediumship realm and energetically. And I connect with her a lot still to this day. So we do have a relationship, but not Earthside, unfortunately, but she is one of my guardian angels. And she always looks over me and my sister and my niece, and she's always kind of around and sending us lots of signs and winks. So she's there, but Earthside, I have this joke that Michael Singer is my grandpa. I don't know how it started. I just, I pick people and I'm like, if he's my grandpa, like I just want like a warm hug from this man. <laughs> so Austin read the surrender experiment before untethered soul. And we both were just obsessed with the book. I don't know. We, we, we would read like a chapter to each other. Like we kind of read it together before we go to bed at night too. Like he would read a chapter, I would read a chapter. We would always talk about how he has this temple. It's called the temple of the universe. And every time we talk about one of the books, I'm like, God, oh, I want to go to the temple of the universe. Cause it's his temple. It's like a meditation school. And he teaches there to this day. Like he's there every Sunday. I'm like, gosh, that'd be so cool. But it's in Florida, but it's a few hours away. And I'm like, I don't know when we would ever go to Gainesville. Like, but so when Austin picked me up from the airport, we have this conversation of how we would love to go to the temple of the universe and meet Michael Singer. Like that's such a like dream. I always call him grandpa, grandpa Mikey. <laughs> So this is the day before, then we go look at the Airbnb. I get the download from the universe that I've got to sell my car. And I, like I said, I didn't, I mean, the car's paid off. Like I was kind of like, uh, but I guess it just makes sense. It's just going to be an added layer of moving parts that I just need to eliminate this kind of stressor of like, what am I going to do with this car? 
in this transition phase. And by the way, if you have a Tesla or like you're not in like a transitory phase of life, Tesla is great. I loved the car. There was literally nothing wrong with it. I just, it didn't really make sense. I get the download. We start looking for cars and I'm like, I haven't even thought about a car. I'm like, I don't even know what car I would possibly want. But remember, I'm just in surrender mode, completely detached from the outcome. We get the house, boom. We get the Airbnb, boom. These God's just like, here you go. Little gift, little gift, little beach house, little vacation home, all in your price range, all in your area. Like, I'm just like, okay, it's just perfect. So I'm thinking, okay, what kind of car do I want? And I was like, we're moving more beach. So, like we're moving more of like a beach town vibe, like on the ocean, it's parallel to the ocean. You can see the ocean as you drive. And Austin's like, I just can see you in a convertible. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that energy. Like just hair open, breeze, convertible. Like first we were like Jeep Wrangler, like drop top, I don't know. He was like, no, and we land on a certain convertible car. I'll do a whole like specification car breakdown, but I'm still, I'm still in the thick of it as I tell you guys this story. So I can't wait to see how it all shakes out. So I want a convertible. Okay. So we've landed on that. I'm like, I'm turning 30. I'm in my play era. Like I don't have too much responsibility right now. Driving wise. Like I go to maybe Pilates or the grocery store. Like Austin drives his truck more. <laughs> like I'm not a huge driver. So I'm like, this will just be fun for right now. So I'm like, yeah, she's playing. She's in her fun era and she's turning 30 and we're just going to be flirty 30 and thriving in a convertible it just feels right so i look we just start doing general google searches and we find like three or four cars that are in the driving distance like first we go to jacksonville for this type of convertible car they don't have it then we wake up the next day and we find three austin's like i've found one in daytona but like the the first link that i found that i sent to shannon and all my friends being like this is the car that i'm gonna buy this car is so sick like i am obsessed and shannon was like oh my god oh my god oh my god andrews you have to get that car it's literally the most poly pocket convertible cutie ag car i've ever seen like yes 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 yes. like all my friends were like geeking out and this was like this was just like the first one i found on a whim sent them the link all the things and it was just like a random like i could just see the dealership well i go back because i told austin i'm like this was the car that i was most excited about this is the one that i was like lit up when i saw it it felt right i was like oh my gosh yes guess where the car was in gainesville okay and austin's like oh i just don't know if we totally have time to drive to gainesville because it's like i think it was like two and a half hours from our house we drove a couple places we went like jacksonville then we went to daytona for a car and he had another car that austin was like i really think this is the one and it was in orlando but in my head i didn't want to say it but i really wanted to go to gainesville because the next day was easter and i'm like what if I can meet Michael Singer? But I'm like, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to like, I'm just going to continue to like surrender to flow state, right? And Austin's like, the car is in Orlando. And I'm like, okay, let's go to Orlando. Well, since it was Easter weekend and the universe is just divinely orchestrating this plan, we're, this was a Saturday. We were looking at cars. The Orlando car, because it was Saturday day, the car lot closed at three o'clock. It was like, 315. We had just missed it, which is also really random for a car lot to close that early on a Saturday. I knew, we knew they'd be closed on Sunday, but most of them didn't close that early on Saturday. But for some reason, wink, wink, this one closed, which meant the last place that we could go and the only option left was Gainesville. So, and I'm secretly like, yay, I wanted to go to Gainesville. And, you know, we, we packed a little overnight bag, just being like, we're just going to drive to a couple places and just land where we land. Once again, just going into it, being like universe, show me show me what you got show me what you're working with i'm i'm just i'm just gonna be along for the ride literally so we drive to gainesville and i had been in communication with 
the car salesman and I, my phone died. So I, I didn't even get to communicate to him that we were coming. And that's, that is one negative about the Tesla. There's not really any good way to like supercharge your phone. So my phone was just dead. And I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to hang out with Austin and be present in the moment and not get car sick from staring at my phone. So we roll in to Gainesville and we get there just in the nick of time. They perfectly had like pulled the car around. This car is beautiful. Full. And it was, it was the moment that I decided, oh, this is the car that I want. Because I before couldn't even decide what type of car I wanted. I'm like, this is the car. I am so jazzed, like hell yes. We sit down with the people, we talk through potentially what it would look like. Well, I had told this was my my remember i'm constantly talking to my spirit team my angels all the people i'm like if they i was given an, i gave a number a little passcode to the universe i'm like if the number for the trade-in is lower than this amount then it's it's not meant this car is not meant to be at this moment you know i've been brought here for a reason but this is my trade-in number because you know they, they do always kind of want to lowball you when you trade in at a dealership so we go i'm in love with the car we, we test drive it austin's like oh my gosh this car i'm like i love it it's so fun and great they totally low ball us. So I'm like, oh no, shoot, whatever. So I let it go. I, I did, even though I really wanted the car, I was like, you know what? I just, something is going to work out. I don't know what it is. I don't know. All, all roads led us here. And I am so glad because I followed my excitement over that car. Like that car was what got me the most excited. And now I know what type of make and model I want. I was like, we've got to walk, but I trust that something's going to work out. And were here for a reason. And it was getting late at this point. It was like seven. They stayed an hour later for us. You know, we tried to negotiate. It was just, I had said, you know, this is the number and I'm going to walk and I'm going to trust my plan and just keep on marching. And so we did. So then we leave. Austin's like, let's go to dinner. I'm like, let's just go on a date. Like, let's have the most fun weekend ever. I'm genuinely so excited. The universe brought us to Clark's, I mean, excuse me, not Clarksville, <laughs> Gainesville. And we went to this pizza place called Satchel's. It was so funky. We had so much fun. They like handmade sodas and like we had little ginger sodas and like Obviously, since we're not drinking it, it is fun to have like a little flight of their like homemade sodas and like the yummiest pizza and salad. Like we had such a fun date night. Also, it was just so good to spend time with him because I've been away and, you know, we went and got a hotel and every time we get a hotel, I'm like, yay, slumber party. So we're having a slumber party. And um, you guys know, I always love, I, I have tricked Austin into doing a skincare routine. I tell him every night we're, we're going to do spa night, which means basically I apply some <laughs> some lotions and some little tinctures to him because I got to take care of his skin. You know, he's not going to do it, but I will. So we're having spa night. We look online at the temple of the universe. There's a service the next day at 930. Michael Singer is going to be there teaching. I'm like, what are the odds? What are the odds? Like I get to meet my grandpa tomorrow. It's Easter. And of course we wanted to go to church. And like this for me was like the most, like we wake up at nine, we have coffee and a little breakfast. And I mean, we woke up earlier than nine, sorry, eight, whatever. We have coffee, we have breakfast, we drive out there. It's like so serene, the most peaceful, calm experience. And I am just geeking out the whole time. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what is this going to be like? I've never been to any type of, you know, congregation like this. And we go out there. It's like the most just green, lush, 
it's kind of cool and breezy. We park and I'm like, are there going to be like thousands of people there? How's this going to work? Cause it's pretty small. Like it's super quaint and cozy. It's just like this wooded area. It feels very grounded. And we walk up to the screen porch and everybody's shoes are off. There's all these shoes off and you walk into the temple and there was a hundred people just like packed in this little temple and everyone was just sitting meditating. And I immediately was like, Oh my gosh, like the energy of just feeling all these people together, meditating and connecting to a higher power was, I mean, it's so powerful. I mean, it's really so powerful to meditate in numbers or in groups. That's why, you know, there's monasteries and monks will meditate in groups because it's just this like energy portal that you just feel so connected and just feel this overarching feeling of love. Like it just felt so good. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so happy we're here. Like this is just such a gift and such a like, I can't even believe this is happening. Like I, I when we sat down, I wanted to cry because I'm like literally a week ago, I'm like, why the hell would we ever be in Gainesville? But like, I would love to go someday. That'd be fun. Let's put it on our bucket list. Me a week later in the portal, meditating in front of Michael Singer. And he starts off like, and this is why I love him too, is he starts off like singing all about Jesus and his He is the most perfect representation of someone who is so spiritually advanced and spiritually enlightened and just like pure, can just really tap into that pure consciousness. But he respects and makes space for every single person, religion, culture. There was so many just pieces of art and mandalas and paintings and candles and flowers to symbolize different things. And then he's singing about Jesus. And basically he goes into the most beautiful sermon. Like this for me was the most healing church experience I've ever had in my life because he goes in to just talk about how, you know, at this atomic level, we are all made up of light and we all carry, like you can break it down into any way you want to shake it, that we are these light creatures and that we are all here to experience love. And he really breaks down God consciousness and Christ consciousness in this way that it was so, you know, he referenced the Bible so much and how the Old Testament versus the New Testament, but then put it into this very just open theme that anyone who is spiritual could connect to. And that to me was even so expansive because that's what I always want to do on this podcast. Like I go to church, I identify as Christian Yet I am a clairvoyant medium and I work with light beings and angels and all of the things. But to me, it's all connected to God. Like it's all the same thing. And I think that sometimes it's confusing for me when people don't see that, but everyone has their own experience. And he really talks about how everyone is here to just be open to love. So ultimately just saying how everyone's here to experience love and that no matter what religion, he he often referenced Yogananda, which I'm reading right now, the book Autobiography of a Yogi, all about Kriya Yoga and Yogananda. It's It's been a literally life-changing book for me. I will say this one's a bit more spiritually advanced, you know, to read. It's not so much as like a fun story, but, but it is a beautiful book. The information is, I mean, it's just amazing. And even Yogananda, his teachings were rooted in this Christ consciousness and and Jesus's teaching of the Bible. It, It really is all good information for how everything is connected. And we are all in this together. And Jesus is such a good representation of someone who loved and accept everyone, no matter what, cause it was funny. Michael Singer goes, you guys forget Jesus was Jewish, you know, like he was Jewish, but you know, he, he accepted and connected and treated everyone, whether it was a prostitute or a poor person or a saint, whoever it was, they were all treated equally and with love and forgiveness and acceptance 
experience. And that is what we're here to do. And it was just such a beautiful experience because there was people from all walks of life, all different cultures, all different religions. And we were all just in there singing and meditating and everyone was just so lovely. I left so full of love. And I mean, we literally were sitting five feet from Michael Singer. Like I got to literally meet my grandpa. We couldn't take any photos of him or bring phones in because it was like a very obviously spiritually sound and protected space. And, you know, he goes into talking all about how he continues to surrender and how he, he says the only way that you can be okay with everything is knowing that. So his teaching is Everything will be okay as soon as you are okay with everything. And that's the only time everything will be okay. So it's essentially getting rooted in that you have to be okay with everything, every possible outcome. And that's a quote from The Untethered Soul. You guys got to check out the book. But it was just all in all the most loving experience being in that room connecting. I highly recommend if you're in Gainesville, hearing about his surrender experiment and how he continues to surrender every single day. And the man just, he's just like a normal dude, just teaching. And he's so cute, his little ponytail and does a lunch afterwards and feeds the community. We weren't registered for the lunch. I do think there was like a head count or a cap. We, we weren't able to do that, but just getting to see him and meet him in person was the best Easter I've ever had. <laughs> Like, I was like, this is so crazy. But I just want you guys to listen to the string of events that got me there, like perfectly planted everything. And the more that I tell myself I am exactly where I'm meant to be in this moment and I let go of the outcome, I know that I am protected and guided every second of every single day. And the more that you can embody that and live from that energy, the more that you are going to end up in these crazy, cool, magical experiences that you can't explain and that is what we are here to do. That is what we are here to experience. And that is why we have come back in to have this human experience, to connect with one another and to just experience the beauty of this life. And that is the energy of what I am in right now. And I, I want to continue to share it with you guys so that you can experience it because this life can be beautiful and magical and amazing. And all of these things, the moment that we can surrender to the unknown, you know, just surrender to, Hey, I could have gotten so fixated on, on not moving and shutting it down or, or the move needs to look this certain way. But I was like, you know what? I just trust that I'm going to be placed wherever I need to be placed. And I've been placed at a more place than I could have even dreamed of the area, by the way, of where our house is. I didn't even know this place existed. And the universe was like, you shall go here. <laughs> so that is the story of how we're moving. I sold my car, the car journey continues and I'm still just an open communication where I'm like, I know the perfect thing will happen. The perfect car will come to me. I've kind of almost been like, do I even really need a car right now? I actually do. Austin's like, you, I cannot drive you literally everywhere. I am driving Miss Daisy, <laughs> a passenger princess, but the car that I was the most lit up about, here's the thing. It's still for sale. I could still possibly get it. I don't know. We'll see. I came back home and Austin was like, what if we just list your car and just see what happens? Cause the dealer was lowballing us. We listed our car within 24 hours. I say our, my car within 24 hours, sold the car for the exact price we listed it and made, it was like $7,000 more than what the dealer was going to give us. So everything just keeps unraveling perfectly. We list the car on Sunday by Tuesday. We were at the bank getting the check cut. Boom. 
I, and I said, like, like I said, I, I created that language with the universe being like, okay, if it's not this number, we're going to do something else. We did something else. It worked out even better. It worked out even better than I could have imagined. And that's kind of also that energy of lucky girl syndrome. You guys, I just want you to play in the energy of, instead of worrying about the future or the outcome, like what if it worked out better than I could even imagine? What if I just allowed myself to go on this adventure? Let's just see where it takes you. That's the energy that I'm playing in. I'm, I'm just, I'm staying in staying here <laughs> until the energy, until the universe pushes me into a new energy, which I'm sure. Yeah. So we sold the car. We made a little bit more money. Now I have a little bit more playroom and I'm just going to see where the universe sends me for this next car. Cause who knows? I'm actually headed out of town for a few weeks. So I don't need a car at the moment. And I just want to give uh, my angels some time to do a little magic on the spirit world. Bring me wherever I need to go, whatever car I need. I'm just like blown in the wind. I'm pretty detached from cars. Like I don't really care. I just like want to feel in alignment with my authentic version of self, if that makes sense. Like what is that highest version of self drive, right? That's, that's what I've been teaching you guys with Mimi's episode. If you haven't checked hers out, go there about, um, I have another episode on connecting with your higher self too. If you few episodes back. So there's lots of good stuff. If you guys haven't checked out any other episodes, I'd love to have you if this is your first one. As always, if you tag me on your stories this week, I'm going to be trolling for anybody tagging me and shoot you a message of love. I kind of go in and out of Instagram, but anytime you send a message, I just want you to know that I really, really appreciate it. And yes, thanks for coming to my surrender story and how I got to meet my grandpa, Mikey, Michael Singer, Mickey. I don't know if he goes by Mickey or Mikey, but I call him grandpa Mikey, Michael Singer. And um, just stay along for the ride and see where it takes you. I can't wait. I'm so excited we're on this journey together. I love you. I love you. I love you. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.